It's the show that makes us talk. You know what I realized the other day while looking at a pony? What? That she couldn't sing. The poor thing was a little horse. <laughs> what about our life? With Chris and Will. Fireplaces glowing, icicles growing, hearts overflowing with cheer. It's that wonderful season we all find some reason. The toys are a time of year. That was a great Toys R Us commercial from back in 1980. Wow, I wasn't even born yet. (laughs) Isn't that sad that Toys R Us is gone? Such a sad thing, but they will be back. I predict and promise they will be back. It's another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. Hello, how are you? Hi! How are you this holiday season? We're celebrating a Christmas classic, plus the best holiday memory. Yes! And we got a great guest with us coming in later on, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. But first, let's go into best holiday moments. For me, as a child, it was always waiting up for... Santa Claus. Yeah. You always wanted to try to see if you could spot him. <laughs> I remember I would wait because we would have to go to church at midnight, midnight mass. And then when we would come back, they would send us to go to bed. And then um, every now and again, you would wake up, go to the window and try to look to see if you can find him. Hmm. I always did that. And then I would wake up again at around 4, 4.30 in the morning just to go see what I got so I can open it all up so I can go back to bed. <laughs> so, of course, Santa Claus. Yeah, definitely. For me, I would say I waited up a long time because I went downstairs and obviously there was nothing. And uh, then I went upstairs and you know how they would have, well, at least where I was, they would play Christmas music from, I think it was like when evening happened until 12 o'clock the next day. Well, it's not like it is today where yeah. the mu- Christmas music starts in November. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they used to do the same thing here. It mm-hmm. was um, Christmas Eve through Christmas Day and then the Christmas music just kind of disappeared. Now, you did hear Christmas songs periodically through the month of right. December, but it wasn't back to back. Exactly. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah, so I would... I would just wait up and I had this thing because I was like, okay, the fireplace is on. Maybe I should turn it off because Santa comes through the chimney, right? So, yeah, anyways. But the one thing was is that I got to open one Christmas gift on Christmas Eve. So Yeah, well, no, we we had family gatherings, did that before. And then, of course, the, the Santa stuff. Watching holiday movies was another good one. Yes, and making sugar cookies. Cookies, yes. Holiday food when the family gets together and everybody cooks and y'all get together with that. We've had holiday parties where we've done that. Yeah, yeah. We have. It's actually very cool. Um, Playing with the toys, playing with the Christmas gifts. Mm -hmm. Disappointing when you get clothes. But see, my one gift on Christmas Eve, because I couldn't choose just any gift, it had to be... I had to be kind of sort of choosy, like either a really, really small gift. And I could I could spot if it was like if it was pajamas, then, yeah. you know, well, Christmas television shows. 
Yeah. Sitcoms would do that back in the day. They were actually pretty good. I would have to say the best Christmas television show would have to be Golden Girls. Growing up with that, that's the ones I can remember mm. in their Christmas episodes. Uh, okay. What about, what is your best Christmas movie? Best Christmas movie? Wow. Lion Christmas Vacation all the way. Yeah. But then, you know, One Magical Christmas, actually. That yeah. is on Disney Plus right now. Yeah, because you had shown me that on yep. VHS. Love that one. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Um, For me, it was more of like, um, you know, the... Uh, Dr. Seuss. Uh, yeah, very ones. much. And gosh, there was another one. I know like uh, Frosty the Snowman and the ones like that. Yes, the older ones. Yeah. Charlie Brown, too. Yeah, Charlie Brown. Yeah. What about watching the Disney parade on Christmas Day? Yeah. That was a, that was an ordeal. It was almost a tradition like the Thanksgiving parade. Right, right. Uh, traveling, of course, then going to Disney on Christmas stuff. Yeah. Christmas the Christmas time, looking at the decorations and mm-hmm. then decorating after Christmas sales. That was a big thing. Yes, yes. Always got it to catch those sales. I would always go to get Christmas decorations. So because I never had enough, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? I would have to say, you know, we would play Santa with one another. We still do. <laughs> we do. We would play Santa with one another because we'd both hide our gifts. We would. We would. We would try to find a spot. We would. We would. That we would go, and then when he's asleep, I would go throw stuff out, and then when I'm asleep, he'll go throw stuff out. It's actually quite funny. But you're a like sleeper, so you're like. Or he'll do it when I'm doing something else. Yeah, yeah. That's what was funny. He will do it when I'm something else. So yeah, great. Um, holiday moments that's the best time of the year as i would say it keeps you happy puts a smile on your face so so what really is your best holiday moment well it's almost christmas morning and santa's on his way the whole wide world is waiting for this wondrous day with our dreams of toys and presents we wait impatiently, promising to be as good as can be. Christmas morning, Santa's come and gone. All the joy around us, look what he's done. Christmas morning, hearts are light and joys and delights, the laughter and the surprise, Christmas carols that hum in our heads, and the love that glows deep in our eyes, Christmas morning has to be the best, it's a day that's made to share our happiness, why can't every another great 1980s rendition that was actually disney's jiminy cricket christmas song Hmm. way back in the early days you can Mm -hmm. see that video on youtube 
Uh, very interesting. That's when uh, Mickey Mouse looked different than when he looks today. Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, continuing on, now we're going to go into a classic Christmas. When you talk about classic Christmas, what, what comes to mind? I mean, yes, we have kind of like traditions. Mm-hmm. We do have traditions, but what's a classic Christmas, you think? Classic Christmas is uh, pretty much decorating, but more so like, I don't know, the Dickens era, like just. Yeah, it's the. I guess I guess. The styles. Yeah. The outfits and everything yeah. else that goes with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the iconic Christmas commercials. Yes. That's what yes. makes it. And we um, talked about movies and television, but yeah. the commercials. The M&M's commercial. Yes, the classic The Hershey's Kisses commercial. Coca-Cola. Yeah, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Yeah. Um, Christmas music we talked about already. What about the ornaments? Yeah. You always try to get a yearly collectible ornament. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. Yep. yep. Uh, just the feelings, the warmth, and just the emotions itself makes it a classic cr- tradition. Yeah. I mean, all the lights. Cartoons? Yes. And, of course, being out of school, that's the best one. Yeah. Growing up, of course. Um, remembering back memories, creating new memories, building yourself and growing and preparing for what's next. Hmm, it's another good classic Christmas, but what else? Yeah. I mean, what do you think makes it um, classic? The weather. Yeah, the weather. <laughs> what is it? Is, is, is there a particular tradition you can think of that, you know, other than we've talked about this before, where our tradition is, is that we leave the Christmas lights outside and on the tree on uh, all evening for at least through the afternoon or 24 hours from Christmas Eve to Christmas day, depending Mm -hmm. on which one it is. Now the outside lights, we we don't leave on all day. We turn them off, but we leave them on all night. Yes. Usually we would turn the lights off before we went to bed, but for Christmas Eve, we leave them on until we wake up. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then we turn them off, but the Christmas tree generally, if we're home stays on for 24 hours. Yes. So I would have to say that's our tradition. Mm -hmm. We try to have Christmas parties when we're at a place to host a party, but we never really have that much time. That's so sad. We never have time for nothing. Do you realize that? Yeah. Every time the holidays come around, we're busy. We're doing something. And mm-hmm. we we never really, we get to enjoy it, but we enjoy it in a different way. You don't really enjoy it at home. And then when we are at home, we're tired of being at home. <laughs> That's so funny. So what would you say your classic Christmas would be? A traditional Christmas event that you have to do every single day with yourself, maybe? Or even with your own family, maybe something you start with your kids that they'll carry on for years and years and years and years. That becomes a classic tradition for the holidays. Now who wants to lick the spoon? <gasps> me, me, me. And then we go all the way home with all the windows down and freezing cold. Tell me another story about when I was a baby. gonna be late for work hop in my car i'll drop you off that of course was grandma yeah from spongebob <laughs> you know grandma is voiced by none other than the great marion ross yes who is our special guest today yay, yay. marion ross is best known for playing mrs c from happy days mm-hmm. and of course a lot of people didn't know she did the voice of grandma from SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. She's done quite a bit of things. She was in episodes of Brothers and Sisters, mm-hmm. The Drew Carey Show, 
The Evening Star, The Middle, Two and a Half Men, The New Adventures of Old Christine, Gilmore huh? Girls, Brooklyn Bridge, just to name a few. Yeah. And of course, she was known in Happy Days. That is a big one. Big, big, big one. Um, she has worked with many greats like Ginger Rogers, oh. uh, Shirley MacLaine. Woo. She did uh, the Broadway version of Still Magnolias, mm. Arsenic and Old Lace, and Last in Yonkers, The Game of Foot. And she has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, which we've seen. Which we have seen. She's got a new show coming up called A Classic Christmas, which will be featured throughout the month on PBS. Nice. And she has a book out that's called My Days, Happy and Otherwise, from Marion Ross. So we are extremely excited. I'm to ready. Have I'm her. ready. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so sit back, relax. Marion Ross is coming up. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Hi, this is Marion Ross. Please join me and Gavin McLeod in a classic Christmas. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. We are honored to welcome Hollywood's most iconic actress, Marion Ross. Hi, Marion. How are you? <laughs> Hello, my dear. <laughs> Hi, I'm really? so happy that you're joining us today. Well, thank you. We all went downtown to L.A. to have a big event to honor the memory of Gary Marshall. And wow. The, and the Fonz was there, and Ron Howard was there, and I was there, and Donnie Most was there, and Anson Williams, and on a whole bunch of people. So, yeah. Wow. So, so how yeah. was that? It was really, it was really wonderful. And uh, the, the sad thing was that I, I lost my cell phone there. So this morning we had to drive all the way downtown in the traffic, <laughs> try to get the phone and come oh. all the way back. And I just got back in time to talk to you. So this is perfect. Oh, Perfect. well, wonderful. Yes. Well, wonderful. Sorry you had to go through that. We know all about the L.A. traffic. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, right. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is a process. I will tell you that. You know, <laughs> you, know how old I, you know how old I am? I'm 91. Can you believe what? that? 91. You know? Yeah, so, so get out. To, okay. I had to relook at that. I, <laughs> I saw something on there and i go wait a minute she can't be 91 yeah girl you look amazing uh -huh. at your age so all of your listeners who are in their 90s uh god bless us right yes you know? absolutely yes absolutely <laughs> absolutely well thank you so much for being on the show we i can't tell you enough we've enjoyed your work you are truly an iconic legend in so many different ways i mean we've grown up both of us have grown up with your work and yes your legacy and your voice and and so many different things so <laughs> this is truly an honor so thank you well i haven't really wrecked my life too much have i now <laughs> I, I did end that i ended up divorced but uh i have two lovely children and nice. uh, lots and i have now grandchildren and so it's it's a good life it's a 
it's a it's a happy day. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, absolutely. Well, we we read through your book. I really enjoyed your book, by the way. Um, an amazing story to tell. But I have to ask. So, because I have personally never been, but uh, I wanted to ask, how, what was it like growing up in Minnesota? Oh, I had a I had a wonderful childhood because of the weather. You know, in the winter, of course, it would freeze over, uh-huh. and then we would walk across the ice to go to the movie, oh, to the, nice. the, the theater, and and then coming back across the ice, you know, in, at night with the, it was, it was scary and dark, and, and I, I can remember standing under a street lamp when I finally reached the other side of the shore and standing there weeping, weeping and saying, <laughs> oh, just, I had just come from the movies. I thought, why is my life not thrilling like the movies? Oh. Why not? Oh. Why not? <laughs> so I, in that case, I decided to become an actress, you know. Right. So, so did you always know that you wanted to become an actress or... Or when did you? By the well, time, I, by the time I was about about fourteen years old, yeah. Wow. I, I used to go to I used to go down to the library, and we had a wonderful small library building, you know. Yeah. Dark and murky, you know. Go up these <laughs> stairs, and and I would look in the in these big books that would be who's who of famous people, uh-huh. and I would read about these small biographies of famous people and then they were born and then and now they're famous. And I thought, Oh, how did they get to be famous? How? Wow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. So that's, yeah. So uh, were you like that as a, as a kid? No. Yeah, absolutely. So how did you actually get your start? Uh, well, when I went to college, of course I did all the plays and I always took drama lessons Mm-hmm. And things, and then I, I, uh, I ran off and eloped when uh-huh. I was tw- 20, 20 <laughs> in, in college. So a woman, a woman at the college, uh, and this was at San Diego State College. She yeah. took me on the train to Hollywood. You know, to, wow. cause since I had run off and eloped, she took me up there, and. Then she was like my agent. She met and I introduced all these people at 20th Century Fox. Then uh-huh. she would call them up. We went back on the train. Then she would call them up and she'd say, what are you going to do about Marion? And they all said, <laughs> uh, so, I, I, don't, I don't know. She, you know <laughs> I don't know. She would have to live up here, or, you know. So my young husband and I, I said, oh, well, we'll have to. Go and live in L.A. Yeah? Okay? Yeah. Okay? So that, that was the beginning. So by the time I was 23, I was under contract to Paramount. And how was that? Oh, my God. In those days, this is 1953. Uh-huh. Everything, everything was shot on the lot. Right. Yeah. All, all, all the movie stars were on the lot. All the big executives were on the lot. So uh, Edith Head was running the wardrobe department, you know, uh-huh. and it was like, uh, it was, and the Westmore brothers did all the makeup on you. And it was big time, but really scary because right. when you went into the, di- when you went into the dining room, for instance, 
everybody's there and it's huge and there's big portraits of all the movie stars all around and wow. Martin and Lewis Martin and Lewis were there and they were they were like uh, putting mayonnaise all over their face and shaving themselves and and <laughs> antics you know acting up and right. it was so it was scary and scary and nervous making you know like right. Marlene Dietrich would come swooping in the room you know and over here's James Mason, and here's here's C.B. DeMille having lunch over there. I wow. mean, it was like, my God! So those days, you see, are gone. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Well, see, we love all the Hollywood yeah. uh, historics and legends and uh, all that stuff. That when we go to L.A. a lot, that's the one thing we try to experience is the history side of the of Hollywood because it's there's so many memories and there's so many great experience that almost gets forgotten sometimes mm -hmm. well and that right now if you go to, wh where do you find that how are you going to run into that because yeah. a lot of the big shoots are done on location somewhere all over the world yeah. right. it's not like uh you could go down to Hollywood Boulevard if you want to but that's not that's not uh, Hollywood the way right I you know the way yeah. I did it you know yeah, it was it was, but Paramount is there. But sometimes when you go to Paramount, it's not very active because every, everybody's shooting on location somewhere. Right, yeah. right, right. That was the one thing I always loved uh, Paramount. With uh, I always felt well, Paramount had the most inspiring gates. Yes, to get to drive mm -hmm. when you drive on the lot. Very like, nice. Oh, oh yes, very nice. They were. Yeah, and that's the the Demille. I think it's called the Demille Gate. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It was gore. It was always inspiring, and I'm like, okay, I love this. So when we go on the lot and we drove on the lot, mm -hmm. um, it was like, oh, okay, and it's almost like a ghost town. And you're right because there's oh, isn't not that much awful? Activity. It wasn't wasn't enough. But you know, we shot Happy Days there. Uh huh. Wow. On on stage twenty six, oh. and uh, and so we were there. That that lasted ten years of my life. Right. You know? Absolutely. Right. That's one of your most iconic roles. So tell me tell me how that got started. Well, this is not a big part or anything. It's the it's the wife and the mother and the and her lines were mostly, Oh, Richie. Oh how <laughs> <laughs> you're not eating. I mean it was it was that kind of a part. And right. Tom Bosley, who played the father, yeah. had had we'd just come from Broadway where he'd won the Tony for the the play Fiorello. So Tom Bosley was a very big star. Now the wife was like, Oh, oh Howard, you know, oh bitchy. <laughs> so that was this kind of stuff. And and they would say to me, uh, Marion, around the table, we would do a table read, you know, the script. They'd say, Marion, we read uh all the extra parts. We read uh, those extra girls and those older women read, read, read all, all those when we do the table read. So right. I would, my heart would start to pound. I would, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I would just, I would just read the Jesus out of that, of those parts, you know, so their heads would snap around and I'm constantly auditioning for our writers. So they would write more for me, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. And they did. And as the years went on, they wrote more. Wow. Well, it was always an incredible performance. Yes. And that show itself a is big iconic. Part. Yeah. yeah. It's very iconic. Mm hmm. 
So when you well, go it back was so fun. You know, I was with I was with Henry last night, and and Ron Howard, and uh-huh. Donnie and Anson, and we were at a big banquet in honor of Gary Marshall. Right, and that was so that was, had to be incredible. And the only sad part about it is, um, you know, maybe Gary was there in spirit, but Gary, you know, his passing was so devastating. Well, I tell you, he was he was a wonderful man absolutely irreplaceable and he has a theater in Burbank here called uh, the Gary Marshall Theater so we're trying to keep that going we're, we're, so we're doing a lot of fundraising you know wow very but, nice but these are small these are small theaters they really can't support themselves you know right Right. Totally understand that. So when you go back into your career and the many things that you've done and the many people you've worked with, I read in your book, you had an experience with Shirley Temple. Explain, explain that one a little bit. Oh, well, Shirley Temple is exactly my age. Oh, so <laughs> now and when, when I was a kid, you went to the Shirley Temple movies. Oh, or you got a little dress that was like a Shirley Temple dress. Oh my God! And I had Shirley Temple doll. I had wow. Shirley Temple. I had Shirley Temple paper dolls. You know. Uh-huh. So now we're we're doing. Uh, it's the Pasadena Rose Bowl parade, and we're all up at the crack of dawn. Right. And Shirley Temple was the grand marshal of the parade that that day, and somebody and we were all the TV moms, you know. So uh-huh. they said. Do you do you want to meet Shirley Temple? I said, Oh God! I, oh, you know, and I'm like, uh, I must like start to cry and just have a fit. <laughs> and then, so, uh, so I went right up to her and with my arms out, and she said, "Don't mess me up." oh so so now i'm shot down so now i'm shot down now i feel terrible so then she goes over to my agent and she said is that that mother from happy days can you imagine that shirley Uh temple would know who i was right god so so anyway uh and then she started singing the happy days song and my agent said to her don't do that or Marion will start singing the good ship lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't, I stayed, I stayed away from her. I didn't stay away from her. But you know, when you think of her, she, what a famous little kid she was. Right. So she was picked up and squeezed and kissed all her life, you know? Yes. So kind of like, um, kind of like Judy Garland in a sense. Yeah, so... Exactly. Judy Garland had it even worse. I think Shirley Temple was more protected, you know. know. Right. But, uh, so, it's, uh, it's been, and so it's so fun because I've I've had a wonderful life in Hollywood, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Did you ever meet Judy Garland? Never. Never. Uh. No. No. Well, uh, it's you, amazing. Yeah. Well, you've worked with some icons. I'm telling you. I mean, Ginger Rogers. How was that? Oh, f- well, fabulous! She was fabulous. She gave me it was the first day of the movie. She gave me a present. It was a beautiful bouquet of flowers uh-huh. with Ginger Rogers' name all imprinted on a beautiful card. And then 
I I worked with Clark Gable. Wow. And, uh, in on Teacher's Pets with Doris Day. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, it was Easter time, and I, I, had a, I had a colored egg, and I wrote on there, "Mr. Loves CG." So okay. Wow. Now okay. <laughs> so now I'm afraid to give it to him. he had a he had a stand-in and a guy who kept people away from him named Uh and this guy's name was alabam alabam so he's pretty slick so i said Uh to alabam i said would you give this egg to to mr gable (laughs) you know so he did and we had uh and i have a little and i had certain scenes with him in the in the movie you know Right. But I tell you, it's interesting. You meet a lot of stars, and some of them lose their aura in a few minutes. Clark Gable, no, no, never lost his aura for a second. Wow. So who would you say would be the most iconic person that you either worked with or met in your career? <clears throat> well, you might not know who I'm talking about, but no coward do you know that name at all? Noel Coward, English Sounds playwright. Sounds familiar, yes. Look, look him up familiar. in the, yeah, look him up in something because he wrote many, many plays and of course he's English and he's, uh, it was, so I did, I, they were doing a play called Blythe Spirit and they said, Marion, you'd be good. The Englishman said, Marion, you know, you'd be, you could be good for the maid. You could play the maid, <laughs> you know. So, so, would you come over to Humphrey Bogart's house on Sunday afternoon? Oh wow! Because Lauren Bacall was going to be in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Claudette and Claudette Colbert wow. and different people. And they said, and Noel Coward. And they said we're going to have a read through over at um, Humphrey Bogart's house, and uh, Mr. Coward has to has to see you, has to meet you. Wow. Okay, okay. I said, well, 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 I said well, well, what shall I wear? What shall I wear? And he said, oh, well, just well, the way you are today would be just fine. So a little skirt and sweater. You know? I'm about uh-huh. 25 years old, about 25 years old. Wow. But I had, read, I had read a whole autobiography of Noel Coward. And so but this was unbelievable to me. So, so that we did... Uh, Live at CBS, did Blythe Spirit by Sir Noel Coward. And it was, a, to me, a, a peak moment in my life, I'll tell you. Wow. It sounds that way. And mm-hmm. you've worked, and all those icons, I mean, just the the, he, the uh, chills are just yes. like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then uh, you've had the pleasure of working with uh, Audrey Hepburn. <gasps> Well, I very little, very little. But one morning up in makeup, you know, at Paramount, they would they'd make you up. Maybe you were going to have a new picture made or something, a new right. photograph. And now I'm under the dryer, and then there's another girl under the dryer next to me. And then she uh, pushes up the dryer, and she gets up and up and up. Audrey Hepburn, uh, you know how tall and tall and slender, and and she was exactly my age. And wow, I wanted and charming. You want to die? You just want to die? You know? I went right out. I bought two candy bars and I ate them right away. Uh, <laughs> 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 <And> <laughs> kill myself. 
Right. That's so funny. <laughs> that is funny. Commit now, suicide. Right. 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 <laughs> now, did you ever? Um, were you ever in the vicinity of Marilyn Monroe? Never. Never. No. Wow. So, what would you say would be the most um, iconic career thing that you've done? Well, <clears throat> I'm 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 really I'm really proud of Happy Days. You know, what do you right. think that we had eleven seasons, and that that really became a family to me, absolutely. And, right. and, and the yeah. fact that it's, that they are still so famous. It's it's wonderful. I did a series that, called Brooklyn Bridge that yes. not enough people saw. It was at CBS, uh-huh. you know. And uh, I'm playing Jewish Polish grandmother, and <laughs> I want you to know it was really hard for me to get that part because uh-huh. there were a lot of people who were Jewish that right. wanted to play that part. Mm-hmm. So uh, finally. I got it. I got it. And so that was, I was very proud of that. But we only made, we, we, didn't, we didn't last too long. We didn't last too long. Wow. Now, do you have a favorite Happy Days episode? Well, you know, I, was, I did one in which I didn't tell Howard where I would go off in the evenings, you know. But right. what it was, I was sneaking out to go to t- take dance, dance lessons with the Fonz. And then oh. we entered a dance, <laughs> dance contest, <laughs> you know. And I had mm-hmm. an evening gown, and we're dancing, and it's wonderful. So that was really one of my favorites. <laughs> wow. So, what would you say your most memorable moment with the entire cast would be? Well, you know, we had a softball team. Did you know that? I did. I read that in the book. That was going to be my next question. Did you enjoy softball? <laughs> yeah. Well, we did, and we traveled all over the United States playing softball we would play with the media guys we would play like somebody with somebody like you you know right wow before a major league game but the boys took this this softball very very seriously because ron had always played ball and the only uh-huh. one and so had anson and and donnie but the only one who had never played ball was uh, henry winkler he's a new york kid so they took him out they trained him to be the pitcher <laughs> and he was excellent. He was wow. excellent. Yeah. So when we would when we would play, it, and the writers, you couldn't be a writer on Happy Days if you couldn't play softball. You know? Right. Yeah. Wow. So we we would clean up on everybody, and we so we played all over the United States. It was a way of doing PR, doing it together, and, and having fun with you it. Know, yeah. And having fun with it. Wow. We even went. Uh, we even went to the East German border and played with the U.S. infantry. Can you believe oh, wow. that? In, up in Gebelstadt, where Hitler had been. My uh-huh. God. And here we are. Here comes the whole cast of Happy Days up, to the, up on this mountain. And here's the troops all lined up for war games. They got makeup, you know, camouflage makeup on, and they're all standing there at attention. They they can't move a muscle. Here comes the whole cast of Happy Days. Wow. It was it was amazing. Yeah, I bet. Yes, I bet. Now, so that, an- that's been a good life, haven't it? I've had yes. a good life. Yes, girl, absolutely. I I. I you know what? We've been fortunate to have a good life too, and we're still kicking and still doing the same thing. So, 
if I can live and have a great life like you have, I think I would be accomplished. And be ninety as well. and be ninety. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But you know what? You're going to be around till you read over a hundred years old. We're going to be reading about you crossing hundred years. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so, tell me about your experience on Brothers and Sisters. That was another great show that we watched. Mm-hmm. Mm. Boy, that was you know that interesting. Sally Field, such a serious, serious actress. Yes, you know? yeah. very good actress. And in fact, everybody on that show, it was it was serious, you know. Right. And uh, lots of dialogue. So what I I we had to work hard on that. You know, like the right. show a lot. I guess how many they made, but we didn't last forever and ever. I think it was right. five one thing seasons. about this business. It's co- it's constantly changing. This business is constantly changing, you know? Right. Yeah, Absolutely. That's the fun of it. Mm-hmm. So it's you have to be, I always treat it uh, like a business. And I was about 25, and even though I'd been under contract to Paramount, and I was such a keen young actress, all of a sudden it occurred to me that it was about publicity. Right. Aha! I say to myself, oh, it's about selling, selling. Uh-huh. So at 25, I hired a press agent. Right. Ah, good move, good move, you know, yep. to, you've got to sell yourself. What makes yep. you different from, Yes, you know? absolutely. We actually. It's called, it's called show business, yep. right? Yep. We actually just did that um, uh, this week, actually, the. The network had told us that you guys are growing really, really fast. We appreciate that. Now it's time for you guys to hire a um, a PR person so they can expand you even further and get you out into the public. And I'm like, okay, exactly, yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, just, good for it, you. I'm glad you're doing that. Well, thank you. We it's we, like yes. you're in, it's like you're you're investing in yourself. Yes, yes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, we find we've been work we've been working in this business for almost twenty years, mm-hmm. and we never had a self really? brand until now. And then uh, when we got offered to do the show, that developed us into a self brand because the show's only been on since July, and we've encountered well over twelve to 15,000 followers in just a few months. (laughs) And so Uh it's, it's growing like crazy. And so now the, the big wigs are like, okay, let's push it. Let's push it. Let's push it. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's do this. You know, so we're excited. I'm, I, I think you got the angle on how this is, how this is done. It's about selling. Right. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. So tell me about your experience voicing Grandma on SpongeBob. <laughs> well, who knew? Who knew that that was going to turn into such a big thing? I mean, uh-huh. it's just—it's just an enormous treasure to be SpongeBob SquarePants Grandma. Yes, yes, and and and, and give the, the stuff to Patrick. You know, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chris and I, I we we watched we watched the cartoons a lot um, yes. when we have the time, of course. And whenever yes. there's an episode that uh, SpongeBob goes to visit his grandma, it's just that voice, you know. And it's just well, and she's always baking. Many. I don't, I think I only made a couple, you know. <laughs> That's so funny. Fun. You, 
But the most infamous one was uh, the uh, the cookies. You, know, you yes. always baked cookies. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> right? I, see, I, I vaguely remember these, yeah. Right? Oh, there was another but episode, you know, too, where uh, SpongeBob, uh, he didn't want to go to work anymore. He didn't want to... He, he had to grow he, up. He had to grow up. So he uh-huh. would always go to, to the grandma's to, you know get that comfort, that loving, that sort of, um, you know, embracing. And so, yeah. but but then he's like, I have to be grown up. And so uh, the grandma goes, okay, have a good day, SpongeBob. And then he, I guess he realized that, oh, maybe it's not so bad, you know. I can just be me and that's fine. <laughs> Well, oh, it's fun, isn't it? Fun, yeah. It, it it is, and you did such an amazing job with that because you are so com- your your voice and you your personality is so comforting. It really is. Yes. So it was great casting that. I will tell you that. Oh, that's so nice. That's so nice. Yes. Oh, you very well, children. <clears throat> okay, so. It's you're down in, in in New Orleans today, huh? We are, we are. I have family here in Louisiana, and so we're here for a couple of days, and then um, we'll fly back to Florida and gear up, and and we have a lot of big events going on in December, so we we have to get planning to that. Well, it's a very wonderful word, kissamy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. How did, it is. how did that happen? How did that happen that it got, I, got called Kissimmee? Yeah. I don't know how the name got across, but I know how the name got um, publicized because years, I want to say not years, back in the 80s and 90s, um, Disney, Disney World kind of borders Kissimmee like it does in Orange County and Anaheim. So back in the day, Disney and the town partnered up on its marketing efforts so it became a sale so disney kind of grew the name to become Kissimmee, and it became Kissimmee saint cloud actually and it was ah. all promoted by disney now i don't know i don't know the history behind the name of the town but i know i'd rather i'd rather call it Kissimmee. Yes, I, agree. I agree yes 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 you want to kiss me? I want you to kiss me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everybody does. It's it's a nice little town. I mean, it's it's kind of overgrown. Like how big is how how big is it? Well, let's see. Um, it does have its uh, um, like Main Street. Um, I would say historic section, and then it's grown more. Yeah, kind of like Burbank. I would yeah. say it's maybe a like little bit bigger. Like how many thousand? Like like fifteen thousand? No. No. Oh, that I don't know. Uh, it, I have we to have say, to know. oh, yeah. children, we have to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, I, I, it's, it's got a lot of residents. If that's what you're quoting, but I'll pull yeah. it up and see what I can find. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very unique town. It actually borders a lot of, of things. The town of Kissimmee, you can actually go from Disney World to the ocean. On one main road. Yes. Oh, okay. Now I know where it is exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It, it's. Yeah. Literally, it. Um, it's a very. It's a great drive. I mean, just you know, transitioning from one, and then you go through just like the, just uh, 
you know, there's really not much in between. And then when you get to the ocean part, you feel it, you know, like that, that breeze just coming in off the water. It's very soothing. Well, I found That's out lovely. it was founded in 1883 is when it was founded. Well, and its population... That's after the Civil War. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the okay. population is 71,104 is mm. its population. Mm. So it's it's very big. That's and it, pretty good size. Yeah, that's good Pretty size. good. Yeah. It is a pretty good size. And, of course, it borders. Like I said, what made it famous was because Disney borders it. Mm-hmm. So because ah. Disney borders it, that's where majority of your tourists kind of go if they don't want to stay on property at Disney they go to they go to Kissimmee and stay in Kissimmee because that's where the main stretch All right. is I will now say Kissimmee okay from <laughs> now on I'm gonna say Kissimmee okay. now you can say Kissimmee it's yeah. fine it's actually fine. when I first went there I said Kissimmee too so and I prefer right. that yeah okay. <laughs> I think you should have a, I think you should have a contest okay and have people call in and say what do they prefer the best yeah you know, make contest. a petition and say the the official pronunciation yeah. needs to be or, right. or has yeah. to be this right <laughs> yeah right, right. we want to feature the kissing yeah much <laughs> kissing yeah absolutely that's that's so funny. it would be a great uh point for the tourist bureau too sure well children it's very good to talk to you yes and, uh, absolutely and it's been such a pleasure okay both of you i enjoyed it very much so well, thank, thank you, you. we appreciate it all right her voice is so sentimental just yeah. like grandma's spongebob yeah that was so cool and so fun. Yes. I mean, you learn a lot about a different people she's worked with, and mm-hmm. it was just great. It, it 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 really was. I hope you guys enjoyed it just as much as we did. <laughs> yes. Uh, we want to thank Marion for coming on the show. That was so much fun. It it's such a lovely time meeting with her and speaking with her as always. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can tell your friends about us. By following us on Instagram at chris.ann.will. Because we always love having you guys come in and us entertaining you and your friends. And of course, we thank you so much for joining us for another great episode. And remember, we love you guys. We want you to love yourself so the world will love you in return. Mm -hmm. And of course, next week we have another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. Yes. Another great topic with another great guest. So you'll want to tune in next week. But for now, you know, we've got to go, unfortunately. Happy holidays, everyone. Much love to you all. Thank you guys for joining us again. We want to thank Marion. All the love to everyone. But for now, bye. Bye.